Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast, episode 100. I thought last week was episode 100, but you know, marijuana. This week is a special Swapcast episode. What's a Swapcast, you, you ask? <laughs> it was coined by one of my favorite comedians and friends, Doug Stanhope, and it's when two comedians who have podcasts record together, and then share that episode on each other's podcasts. So this week is featured with my work husband, comedian actor Mo Mandel. We talk about horror movies, we talk about gangbangs, we talk about being dead inside. One of my favorite episodes that I've done on anyone's podcast in a long time. So I hope you guys enjoy this very revealing episode of Mo versus the World. Hey guys, before I start the podcast, I just want to say thank you for telling your friends about it because our numbers are really going up and uh, that doesn't happen unless you uh, share it with your friends. So thank you very much. I will be performing in Sacramento at the Punchline October 26th through the 28th. I plug this date on the podcast, but I do it wrong because I'm an idiot. So it's October 26th to the 28th. My guest, Jesse Mae Peluso, will also be performing at the Sacramento Punchline September 28th through the 30th. And then she's going to be in Hartford at the Funny Bone uh, November 2nd through the 5th. And uh, so with all that out of the way, let's, uh, yeah, we'll just start the ruckus. In 2014, he created a podcast, which inspired him to create True TV's new series, Comedy Knockout. Now, void of any other good ideas, he's recreating that same podcast. This is... Had quite a weird weekend. Had a weird gig, an interesting kind of gig. I had to be the MC of my uncle's memorial. Um, my uncle Lenny died about four months ago, and uh, I was asked to be the MC because I'm a comedian, and uh, his husband thought that I would be able to bring some levity to the event, which consisted of 20 people sharing sad stories about a man who died. And I was expected to come in there and really get that crowd going, really get some, some laughs in there. And uh, it's very weird because I had to bring up 20 different people who were going to talk about my deceased gay uncle. And my, um, you know, I'm used to, when you're a comedian, you bring people on the stage, he comes in with some thunder, like, all right, guys, next, you're going to see, this person's great. But I mean, you can't say that when like, next, you're going to see the uh, friend of my dead uncle who's going to say some things about my dead uncle. You know, you can't come in like that. So I had to kind of compensate to try to make it like extra somber. So like, and uh, next, next, we're going to hear from uh, Rob. Uh, and it was just weird. And then I would make some uh, jokes, which would get some laughs. And then I would feel like it was an asshole for getting laughs while we're talking about sad stuff. But uh, it was an interesting experience because I realized like I was never very close with my uncle at all. And I don't really feel like I knew him very well. It's one of those guys who just didn't talk a lot around the family. And, and I think he was one of those guys who, just people who just didn't really feel that comfortable around certain members of their family. Like maybe it was my mom or our side of the family. I don't know. So you would hear his, these stories about him being like gregarious and fun with his friends. You're like, Oh, so he was like that kind of guy, but we just didn't necessarily see that part of him a lot, you know? But, uh, so it was cool. I got to, got to hear a little bit about him and he was an aspiring screenwriter here in Hollywood. So, uh, I feel like I'm sort of following his footsteps a little bit, hopefully not in the, uh, somewhat early death department. Uh, but, uh, and hopefully I'll have a little more, uh, success. He sort of banged away and banged away and then he didn't sell anything and he moved away. So I'm hoping I'll, you know, get to, get to push on from where he, he left off and, uh, we'll see, man. And my, at my memorial, I'm trying to decide what I want. I want battle rappers. I want battle rappers. I want you, if you have a memory of me, you can submit it and then they will bust it into a rap song. And, um, 
hopefully it'll be an interpretive sort of dance as well. I don't know. I, hopefully I have some years to think about it. Um, the guest today that I'm going to just talk about different things with and, and try to make love to with my eyes is a, is a young woman, female comedian, uh, weed enthusiast, dance instructor, dance instructor. I mean, I don't know. I have these dreams where you're sort of leotard. Uh, she's very funny. And you know, from girl code, you know, from my show comedy knockout and what she's been on many times and one and one. And then also lost quite a few times yeah, as I well. I, I believe Jesse may, Anna Marie Peluso. Not even, like, not just so much extra that didn't need to be there. Do you have a middle name? Can, Je- I, can I guess? Can you give me five and let's see if I can guess? I feel like I know you very well. I think if you don't know what my middle name is, I mean, you're saying my middle name when you say my name. Jesse oh, May. May. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Also, before we get too deep and before I forget, you said August, September, uh, August 26th, 27th. Oh, I'm sorry, it's October. Yeah, because I was about to say, that's my weekend. I thought you meant September because I'm there in September. Oh, the I'm there in October. I, so I fucked up my own intro. Yeah, you said August. So I'm correcting you to be <sighs> friendly. I'm the fucking worst. Yeah. I'm the worst person alive. You are. Thank you, though, for caring about me enough. I to, mean, I care enough. Yeah. You're definitely a person I care about. We've got an interesting relation, me and Jesse May. I think we're, we're friends. We don't know. We haven't known each other for that long, but I feel like we know each other pretty well. Would you say that? Yeah, I would say we've we've shared intimate secrets with one another. You know, right. I know where the bodies are buried. I made up my secrets just so I could hear <laughs> yours. <laughs> So what you been doing? I wouldn't be surprised. I would. I, I, I do that kind of shit. You I mean, seem a, like you'd be emotionally conniving and manipulative to yeah, get what you want. I will be emotionally in, conniving and manipulative to not reveal my true self. Yeah. That is basically my goal in life every day. Yeah. There's some vulnerability Issues. stuff that's hid, hidden. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm working on it. I'm working no, on you that are vulnerability. More, you're more accessible now. I'm very much trying. I'm in therapy. I'm doing EDMR. <laughs> See what that is? It's uh, it's like a therapy. It's like something with like electronics. Yeah. So you hold these different uh, electrodes in your hands that sort of it's evolved, but but it basically it's just trying and they they alternate uh, buzzing and it sort of distracts your brain and supposedly stimulates both sides of your brain so you can sort of get in touch with different parts of your brain. Also, oh, it's like a lower level lobotomy. It, it, no, <laughs> that's not, I, my insurance cannot afford that. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for a lobotomy, but I was looking for wherever they shoot up those sex offenders with to make sure their libidos stay very small. Um, but no, it's interesting. Libido. You, 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 uh, you, you kind of like uh, stimulate your hands in different ways and then you, and it distracts your brain and you're able to kind of like you know, like I did it the first session and I had remembered something that I hadn't remembered before. Really? In a from long the shock? Time. Yeah. Not from the shock. It's a very mild. It's not like a shock. It's Is it like, like a buzz. dog collar and they're just giving okay, it a fancy no, name? You're thinking of stuff that they, Vladimir Putin. Did they buy this at Petco? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I said Putin. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. That's exactly the way his name is pronounced. Uh, Putin. That would be the proper way to announce it. I want to know real quick. What was your big road trip like? You just took a, a cool road trip. You drove across country with your three dogs. Yeah. If you get one more dog, you're officially... I'm a hoarder you're already. You're officially a spinster. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like a hoarder already. When no, I it's think. weird. It's weird that you have three dogs. I've you been know, over there, and, and, and two of them are small, so it's kind of like, it's it's like, like they're one dog. Yeah, exactly. And the third one was an accident. It was for my dad, and then he just last minute decided he didn't want her. Yeah. So I got stuck with it. There's just something about, like, you know, talking to a... Like, I've tried to meet up with you for drinks before, and sometimes it works, but mostly it's like, I gotta get to my dogs. And, there, there, and I'm like, yeah, she does it. I mean, is that an excuse, or she has three fucking dogs? Do you She's, know what I had to do yesterday? I had to do... Tape a pilot at Hollywood, the, the improv, drive all the way back to the west side, walk the dogs, come back, and then drive all the way back to the west side and back you twice. couldn't even stop by and have a yogurt right, with me. <laughs> a yogurt you couldn't even stop by and have a, a cashew ice cream with me which I'm, I'm obsessed with these days that sounds delicious one thing i so so tell us about the road trip though what was the best what was the thing driving across america that that shocked you the most the views like it's just seeing a panoramic view of utah in the middle of the day when the sun is like at its zenith, there's nothing like it. Like you don't realize what nature looks like until you get out of your element, you know, out of like this LA smog. Utah is one of those just utterly gorgeous, gorgeous. states that you never think about. Cause you're too busy thinking about like their weird Mormon shit. Yeah, you're, you're worried about their like social issues and, and you know, their politics. You think the only view in Utah is like 57 well covered women churning butter with in, one like, guy, a field with one guy, with one man just governing them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the handmaid's tale there. The people are terrible, but the mountains and one the, thing the very rocks. interesting about the people is Utah is one of the highest rates of 
prescription medicine, like psychological medicines and plastic surgeries. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, these women are just kept in like a bunker and they have to like live with each other and coexist and be in love with one man. And like, that's just the way it is. I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like most women want to be with one man. Like, like five women want to be married to one guy. Oh, well, that's like the way it was back in don't the day. Don't you think women would want, wouldn't you want that to share your husband with four it, people? Are you, I feel like you're inviting me into a situation you're trying to create for yourself. I have some sister wives <laughs> I'd like you to meet. <laughs> All right, I want to talk about some that I think you're going to love. I know you, okay. one thing I noticed with your stand-up comedy, which is hilarious, a lot of fart sounds, and you like doing, <laughs> you like, you like, you like shit. Fart? You like feces. You know what? You it, do. Admit I it. Do. You have a, you have a thing for it. I'm you, not even going to defend myself. I do. Like, I, I, for the longest time was like, why is this a part of my repertoire? Like, why do I love, and it's my dad's Can you make fault. that little sound that you always make? Huh? Yeah, it's like sort of a quiet fart, sort of like a, a it's polite. A, it's a little bit of a looser butthole fart, right? And it's a, it's like a gentle air, like you've uh-huh. got good digestion. Yeah, fart. I think we're all aware of what you're. Yeah, there you go, looser butthole. <laughs> Care the one looser <laughs> rectum. So it's my dad's fault. Yeah, he loves fart humor. He still is like pull my finger. That's what he does. Really? He'll lift his. Do you leg. fall for it every time? <laughs> I do because it's just again. It's son of a <laughs> again. <laughs> So this is a, a story that's been going around that I think you'll like. Okay. And the uh, headline is, woman on Tinder date gets stuck in window trying to retrieve her own poop. Have you heard about this one? <gasps> I ha- you know what? I breezed through and it's read amazing. that. But I didn't get in. I didn't like, you know, get into the nitty gritty. It's truly amazing. Now, I. There's I, so much wrong with that headline. Like, why was she, Where was it? It was in Britain. So this was a polite woman. <laughs> There's a polite little croissant, uh, crumpet tea. dump that I was going knew it on. Went wrong. I mean, we've all had bad Tinder dates, but listen to this one. Okay, I'm just going to read the article. Earlier this week, uh, Liam Smith, his name's Liam, of so you know he's British. Yeah. A grad student at Britain University of Bristol. I've actually been there. Nice place. Humble brag. Very, very humble. <laughs> had a dinner with a, a woman he met on Tinder. The night was young, so we invited her over to his house to have a drink. At some point, the unidentified woman, um, who I'm just assuming has bad teeth, asked to use his bathroom. <laughs> When she returned, apparently she had a panic look in her eyes. The woman said, I went for a poo in your toilet and it would not flush. <gasps> I want to know. Okay. I'm going to tell you the story. And then I want you to tell me what you'd have done okay, in the situation. Okay. Went for a poo in your toilet would not flush. Then the woman said, not knowing what else to do. She reached into the toilet bowl, wrapped the, 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 the dookie in some toilet paper and threw dookie? it out the window. It says dookie. <laughs> she threw it out the window, you know, cause she didn't want to have to say, I just took a dump in your bathroom and it's floating. She figures she throws it out the window. Same. Same. Would you have done that? A hundred percent. Really? No. What would you have done? I probably would have just been like, yo, you have terrible plumbing. Like there's something wrong with your but plumbing. But then you just took a dump on a date. So you oh, have wait. bad plumbing as well. What? <laughs> Because I'll tell you, I had a one night stand with a girl one time in Chicago and I woke up in the middle of the night at like three, three in the morning and heard her taking a dump in the bathroom. Oh, and it really, no. And it, it, it made, and, I, and there's nothing wrong with that, I guess, but it, and it made me angry for some reason. Well, yeah, because I don't know why it made me angry. I, that's like a, a layer in a relationship or even in any sort of like. It seemed fast. Yeah, that's <laughs> fast. Like we've been dating for an hour and 45 minutes. She didn't minutes. wait like a full night sleep. She couldn't get through the night. She didn't wait a full sleep cycle. But yeah. wait, why did this lady chuck it out the window? Because she didn't want to have to tell him what happened. But here's where it gets great. And there's more? Here's where it gets great. Oh, yeah. Well, if she had thrown out the window, he would have never oh, known. God, this is where it gets amazing. Something. No, no, no. Turns out his bathroom window doesn't open to a garden, but it opens onto an 18-inch gap that's separated between the outside world by another window. So she threw it and hit the other window 18 inches away and fell down. So it was like in this sort of like, this sort of purgatory realm. Uh, just this piece of shit just lying there. So she told the guy that. She's like, I, don't, I gotta tell you this is what I did because she had to at that point. So what they decided to do was... Why did he, she have to? Because what's she gonna do? Leave. The guy goes in the bathroom and it smells like shit because it's fucking, you know, I mean, it's like basically in his bathroom. But, uh, oh wait, so it's it's still in... It's so there's like it's two planes of glass. Oh God. She threw it and went... And now it's down there. It's a weird window. I've never seen a window like that. What's wrong with London? This is England. This is Game of Thrones. There's a lot (laughs) happening. So she says, this is what's going on. He decides, all right, what they're going to do is he's going to hoist her up. She's going to try to lower her body down into that gap, grab the the feces, and she gets stuck. And they have to call the fire department. (laughs) 
And you, if you look it up online, is this, this, type, real? this is real. This is real. Uh, she gets stuck. You got to look this up. And she's literally like smushed in between these two windows and the firefighters have to go there and they have to be like, she, they're like, so what are you trying to do? And she's like, she's like trying to get this fucking shit out. And the way this went viral is the guy, they had to break his window, which was $390. Oh and he's a grad student. He couldn't afford $390. So he had to make a GoFundMe campaign. <laughs> Which here's the thing, I mean, I get it. If you're the woman, you don't have a lot of you don't have a leg to stand on. But it is a little embarrassing that he had to tell the story on GoFundMe. But you know what? It's a, it's, a, it's he didn't say of, her name, so I'll say that. What's the GoFundMe at right now? Twenty seven hundred dollars. Holy shit! I'm gonna go shit. It's in more your than window. I make in a year. Let me go shit on your patio. Uh, I mean, you, you can make do that. some money. If you, if you do that on a webcam, I got set up. We can make more than that. I actually. mean, that's a whole other issue. That's like something else. That's like a personal issue. No, the guy said he would be willing to go on another date with her. He said, she was a lovely girl. I mean, that's the story that, that love is made of. Let's be honest. It would be an amazing story for how to like, uh, how, how did you meet? Right. Or at the wedding, like, yeah. you know, you stand up and you give the toast, like the best friend tells the story and it's just like, you know, do you guys like shit stories? And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I would love if somebody said that at a wedding and like the mother-in-law and everyone said like, no, 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 no. no, no well, I'll tell enough. you what. Oh, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> So, okay, would you go on? I mean, you're pretty, you're, you're, I mean, are you, what is your feeling on like with people like that? I mean, like if people throw shit out the no, window, no, people throw shit out the window, but I mean, like, you know, do you have a problem with, uh, like if a guy's going to take a dump and you know, do you have, are you going to be weirded out by that? I mean, I think you, like, you, you know, you I seem like you're open to, to, to biological stuff. I'm, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm open to like people shitting and like chucking it around my living space. Yeah. Like I'm not open to that, but I think I, you're an adult. Can't you plan your poop a little bit better? Yeah. Like, what do you think about this? I've been having weird fantasies about girls peeing on me, which I never had before. Are you the dehydrated? Last few week. You might be dehydrated. Oh, you think it's just, just like, it's a, you know, what, to be honest with you, the first week I did it was that week was really fucking hot in LA. Yeah. Maybe it was that. You know, your, your body and your, your pee is very self, hot though. So I don't think that would be that there's refreshing. Still, it's, there's a lot of water in pee. Like if you were okay. in the, in nature, you'd find a way to drink your pee. Right. So it's either that or your mom hates you. Speaking of my mom and sex, I uh, <laughs> I made a great joke yesterday when I was at, or over the weekend when I was at this memorial. During sex with your mom? No. Oh, so my um, I'm sorry about your uncle. Thank you. It was uh, we were at brunch after the memorial. My mom, my dad, is like guy, just my brother and his wife, <laughs> and uh, someone was talking about edible. Somebody was talking about the Oedipal complex or something like that. And I said to, they were making fun of the Oedipal complex or something. Yeah. And I said, I don't know. I'm such make, a pothead. I'm like, edible complex? I don't, yeah, I edible don't know what you mean. Complex. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you eat edibles and life gets very complex all of mom. a sudden. Exactly. <laughs> so I said, no one's allowed to talk about the edible complex except for me. So when I, and I looked at my mom right in the eyes. I just made this weird joke. And then because my family's so fucking twisted, my mom takes it up a notch. Oh, God. Later on, yeah, like a 10 minutes later, somebody says something like, why are you acting like it? She's like, because he didn't fuck me enough oh my God. about me. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. But that's why I am fucked up inside. Because instead of my parents, parents... No, instead of my parents reprimanding me for my no, behavior, they encourage. they encourage and they up the ante. Yeah. And that's why I'm the way I am. Yeah, I think that's that's true for a lot of comedians. I mean, that's with yeah. me with the fart jokes. I would fart. My dad laughs. Yeah. My dad laughs. My, You know what my dad does? I have voicemail saved. He, he'll call, fart into the phone right. in the voicemail. And he's laughing and then he hangs up. So if up. you're around a guy, do you fart a lot in front of him? I, I really don't like that. No. You know, like back in the day, yeah. But now it's like, you back know. Back in the day? Yeah, like, you know, what like does that two mean? Two weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> I've never farted around you. I don't think so. I don't think I have. But we haven't been intimate yet. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> put that yet in bold. Get it done. <laughs> All right. Jesse May, you're a big horror movie fan. The last what time did I talked you call to you, me? Jesse May. Oh. Peluso. Jesse May Peluso. Jesse May Peluso. Um, last time I talked to you, we were talking about It, which you love. Do you love horror movies? I do. I watch them very regularly. Now, I knowing that, I did a little research last night um, <laughs> on what you look like in the shower. And from the pictures, <laughs> I was able to ascertain. No, well, I did some research on why people like horror movies. I, I don't really. I have a theory, too. I want okay. to hear I don't like them very much. I find it... A, predictable and annoying because you know where it's heading. I find it scary uh, in a not enjoyable way yeah. where I go to bed and I have like nightmares and I just don't really like it. Um, and I have enough nightmares with all these edible thoughts in my head, so I don't like to add to them. Okay, but I did some, what psych, uh, Psychology Today talked about 
these are the reason they say people like watching horror movies. Okay. They think some men identify with the killer. Wow. That's very scary. Sounds like half of my exes, yeah. honestly. Right. Well, I mean, didn't, well, I know about a particular yeah. ex of yours. Yeah, it's slightly yeah. terrifying. Training order. Yeah, who's a sniper, and there's so many bad things there for them. But whatever. <laughs> it sounds like it worked out. I heard you guys had great post-sex conversations <laughs> about the skulls that he had to surround his bed with. <laughs> Another one is, um, just kidding. If you're listening, nice guy. Thank you for your service. Uh, not, uh, one is the people who like horror movies. They don't have a lot of empathy, so they oh, aren't bothered by seeing things like this like a happen. Serial killer. Yeah. Check, it's serial killer. They don't checklist. have empathy. So they're watching the things that would make a, a person like me with a, with a, with a big heart, uh, uncomfortable. They can watch and we go, oh, okay. And also cause they have low empathy. They are, they don't get a lot of reactions to things. They need extreme things to get a reaction. So they need to see. Yeah. You seem like a very empathetic person. So I don't I put you on that. I have animals. Yeah. Um, but I'm not burning. You seem to me murdering. like you're unable to be close to other humans, but to animals, you can be very really? empathetic. And Do close. I feel like that? I think so. We can get to that later. <laughs> uh, the other thing is they like to see people with worse problems than their own. That's definitely ring- That rings true. Not to me, but I, I can see that one being like. Is that true common. though? I mean, then wouldn't you just watch like Holocaust documents? documentaries or like there's so many other things you can watch the news about you know a hurricane or something people have worse problems on your own but like watching teenage girls get butchered in the woods is a very different kind of problem well you know as i was sitting in the waiting like the lounge area of the movie theater to go see it i was thinking about this i was like why do people love to flood to horror movies like what is it why do people want to be afraid and like fear is a very huge pillar in in human existence like fear exists every day I mean, and, and it's a horrible feeling it's a horrible feeling like as soon as you have a nightmare and then you realize it's done and it was a nightmare you're like oh thank god you literally like, say thank god you do it's, 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 or just if you have like you, you get a call and you're like oh shit this is gonna be bad news and it's yeah. not like oh thank god it's my reality stays the same yeah, yeah. so why do people seek it out i think well w- with horror movies it's controlled fear so i think maybe people go out to for myself i'm able to contain all the things i'm afraid of in this two hour one hour 45 minute moment and sort of flood everything in my life and put it right here and then it's fake and it goes away and then it's gone so it's cathartic it's cathartic you're sort of you're sort of orgasming out all, all of your fear. fear yeah because for me fear is just it's something that it's a catalyst for change because it comes up because there's something going on in your life that you're not dealing with or there's past trauma that you're not dealing with so you either continue the fear or you face it grow from it and, and evolve into the and, and, and thing. you've been watching horror movies your whole life a whole, my whole life and so I literally, you have changed by now <laughs> <laughs> If there's so much change that you're doing, the fuck is so wrong with you that you haven't completed the metamorphosis yet? Jesus. I've changed the thing. You're doing baby steps here, really. <laughs> Just knock it out and we'll get, watch the fucking three hour it movie. Knock it out. Watch the original. No, but I still love to go. My, my dad and I, when I go home, like just when I was yeah, You home fart visiting, in each other. We, we've heard we it. We fart and we watch horror movies. Okay. Like we watch all the dumb shit. You All guys sound like if like an Adam Sandler movie were a father daughter relationship. Yeah, we are. That's what we are. <laughs> like it, it, it's it's ridiculous. But I just I, I lo- he laughs at that. What about what about roller coasters? Uh, not so much because that fear is physical. That so you're not like physical fear. Like you're not going to be like, hey, you know what? Take off that condom. Let's just go. Yeah, that, I'm, that's kind of fun. I like that fear, but, that fear, but yeah. not like oh, this if the thing goes off the track, I'm going to die. Do you see what happened at the Ohio? festival the the no state fair no one of those rides it was like final destination movie the thing came off un, unhooked and people went flying it was like a pirate ride like it yeah. just was you know it undulated and like swung right and one of the cat one of the um things the pods unhooked and a dude went flying through the fucking crowd like that's terrifying Did he die? yeah Okay. Yeah. I actually, I'm looking into it now, and it turns out he was a Trump supporter. So at least we can. <laughs> he probably so was. at least we can just sort Ohio. of rest assured. He was at the state fair That's in Ohio. We send them um, all. <laughs> Let's do a Trump rally. Okay, that festival. is scary, but isn't it generally kind of like a horror movie where it's a contained fear? You know, unless I don't the think guy. So. That's different. It's different because the guy spe- could have done more meth than yeah. usual for a carny. Yeah, I think like the 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 movie is just something you're watching, but when you're like on a roller coaster, that's fourteen sh- people die every year from roller coasters. Do they? Yeah. That's a pretty high number. That is a high number, right? Get your shit together. Like, just, you know, put put some grease on the track. (laughs) But I feel like whenever I go on a roller coaster, I'm like, as soon as I get to that drop, like, why the fuck did I do this? (laughs) Why? I don't want, I don't want to be here. And like everything in your body is like, no, 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 no. Like you should not be going down. There's actually 14 people. Dude. Okay. So if people are, are following at home, Google 
go on YouTube right now and check out DMX Slingshot. What now, the hell there's is this, that? There's this ride in uh, Orlando that I've been on where it's the biggest slingshot in the world where and it shoots you DMX up 400 just... feet in the air. <gasps> so you're hooked in it and it shoots you up 400 feet. You, you, it's like a, you break whatever the G-force thing is. You, you go through you higher. You pass that. out. Yeah. A lot of people pass out. You put a quarter on your knee and it'll float up in the air. So I did this thing when I was down in the... You uh, did it? Was Orlando DMX at the top screaming no, but at you? DMX uh, did it as well, and you can see the video online. DMX Slingshot. It's fucking amazing. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm going to play it for you right now. But what's amazing is I got on this ride, and I had a woman with me, and uh, I would have absolutely bitched out, but she was on it, and so then I was like, okay, I have to do it. I want to watch this. All right, listen up. Okay, this is DMX sound. Slingshot, and just look at this shit. First of all, I'll just let, put it back a so you can hear him pumping himself up. DMX. How long ago was this? Look at his face. This is before he was in jail. <laughs> I mean, he was in jail like this multiple times. During one of his brief uh, out of jail experiences. My cousin was his publicist for years. All right, ready for this? Oh, yeah. well, that must have been a busy, busy job. She was just publicizing, you know, covering up stories with his baby's moms. Here we go. It's great. Nothing's happened this, yet. Yeah, yeah. Watch, watch, watch. I know that's just that's just his pump up. Oh. Look at that. He's hanging on to his gold chain. It's amazing that ride because I love that he's holding on to his chain because it's so scary that even like DMX, he knows he's being filmed. You can't not be horrified. You can't not like, scream. The, the look on your, your face is so fucking scared. Anyway, that looks so so high. It's terrifying. What? what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a little thing that I want to do for you. I have gone through and found what I think are the top five scariest horror movie theme songs. Okay. And I'm going to play them for you. And I want you to tell me which one you think really nails it. All right. I got to tell you which movie it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll know, but, but but here, don't, don't look at the screen and let's see if you can, if you can figure it out. All right, here you go. There's the first one. Turn the screen away from me. So I'm not seeing it. Nightmare on Elm Street. You got it. Classic franchise. I think it's a franchise. It's that. It's that gothic in the background. That's so scary. The, I bet you that. I bet you Joel Osteen jerks off to this soundtrack. Is this a new one? Same one. That's creepy as shit. That's creepy. That's a good soundtrack. That movie good soundtrack. made so much money. So now I told you I'm like such a pussy with these movies. I haven't even seen that on Elm Street. Yeah, uh, I think Johnny Depp was in like one of the early ones. It was either that or he was in Friday 13th. He was in This Way, This Way the Wicked Wind Comes or something like that. Something Wicked This Way Comes? Yeah. That was, was in a that. great movie from back in the day. Yeah. With the tarantulas. That shit is so scary. I don't watch any of these things. I'm telling you. I, I'm, I'm not dreams. a fucking weird serial killer without empathy like you are. I can't watch these you things. You know what? You, you're you're a I'm emotionally a vacant Jewish guy. <laughs> What's the next one? <laughs> Is that really how you see me? Emotionally yeah. vacant Jewish guy? Yeah, you're... Is that really how you see me? You're Gene Wilder with no heart. Oh, Go ahead. What's God. the next one? You're going to say I'm Willy Wonka with no heart? Yeah, you're Willy Wonka without a soul. <sighs> Go ahead. That's what's the next brutal. one? Oh, God. When I, when, after this talking to you, I'm just going to be hearing this in my head. This is an old one. This is 70s. I think. Wrong. Wrong? Oh, no. This is like 90s. What is this? Disturbia? The, uh, to the, me, what the, gets it is that, that background. What is it? This is it. The new it. Oh, see, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have just thought that. Yeah. I wouldn't have got that one. It hasn't resonated yet. Really? I, I got to watch it again. It was just like a fucking roller coaster. Now, I don't know if you've seen this one, but this is an old school horror movie. Don't tell me. Don't fucking horrifying. Okay, don't tell me. And I think this theme is really good. Could you fuck to this music, you think? I am right now. You just can't see. (laughs) With your kegels. Would you be able to come to this music, you think? 
Is it? Mike, are you picking this up? Sounds good. All right. I want my viewers at home to be uh, able to hear this scary shit. Listen to that monster in the background. Oh. This one scares the shit out of me. It's it, it's that scream in the background. It's not like a. It's not. It's a, there's, it's there's a, nothing melancholy it's about it. It's an aggressive it. whisper. It's, aggressive. it's like an aggressive whisper. All right, well, let's take it to the it's middle a, here. Wait, wait, don't. Okay. It's like, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Okay, I gotta take it off. Honestly, it's not, just, this, this, just, just like, just close your eyes for it. Let's both close our eyes okay, for ten okay, seconds. Okay. Ready? Close your eyes for ten seconds. I'm, t- I'm a little scared. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't okay, do it. Okay, can I ask oh, one question? It's scary. Can I ask one what? question? Is it a creature feature? No. Is it? It's about don't... witches. I think. I don't think I ever made it through. I tried to watch like twenty minutes at one time. And it was too scary. I can't think of what that is. Suspiria. You know what? It's an I, old school, and I think they're, really, they're making a new Suspiria one. Suspiria is w- the one movie that is popular that I haven't seen, and well, and some other girl recommended it to me, and she said it was terrifying for her as well. I think it's about like a witch covenant. No, yeah, this one. Okay, go ahead. This one I played you earlier, so you're gonna know what it is. But it's truly, I think, one of the scariest. Yeah. Oh, that's just. It starts out weird, kind of normal, but then it gets to here, and shit just starts getting crazy. But it's like a it's a lullaby. That's what it's yeah, meant to sound like. Anything. I mean, horror movies always catch on this things with like childhood, and this is just like. Yeah. Oh god, this it's is terrifying. Ca- that movie is one of the is, this is one Rosemary's of these Baby. Yeah, Rosemary's movies. Baby. La la la. So what if you're making love to to uh, an emotionally vacant 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 Jewish guy? Vapid is good. You're, and, and and you're making love, and you're like, wow, this is actually the sex with Mo Mandel is, is actually really good. I'm really, and then I just go in down to your ear and. <laughs> this perfect. Sort I feel of, like you this would. perfect sort of female voice. Your eyes right now look so scary. <laughs> I would I would come immediately. I know you. Would. <laughs> I know you would, by the way. That's I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, what's the next this one? This is the last one, and I would argue this is scarier than any of them. Okay. And Don't give me any hints. Not, Don't I'm preface not, I'm it. Not, I'm not. This is Shit. Jesse Mae Peluso trying to guess horror, horror movie, movie themes. themes. And so now this one, no hint. And I'm sorry to anyone who's scared driving around listening to this in the car, but this one is really fucking horrifying. All right, here you go. It's good for October. Exorcist. This is terrifying. Oh, uh, just wait. A uh, Trump rally. <laughs> Trump's jogging. This is actually inside of Melania Trump's head while Donald Trump jerks off in front of her. This noise comes out of Trump's butthole when he ejaculates. <laughs> I kick it forward a little bit. God, it's so scary. <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> That's not The Exorcist? Da- uh, da- uh, all right, all right, the Omen? I'm, the Omen. The original. You got it. Yeah. The original Omen. Woo-hoo. All right. All right. So, Jesse, don't don't answer. I'm just going to ask you questions and stare straight ahead. And, and I wish this was on camera, but I'm going to ask you questions. And this Where is, I got to stare? Just stare at me. Just stare at me. Okay, I don't. All right. Don't. So, so this is this is the Jesse May's answer to questions and answers. Hey, Jesse, um, I just wanted you to know, I, uh, I just moved into your building. I'm living right across the hall from you. Oh, here we go. Hey, Jesse, um, I just wanted you to know, um, I, 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 will you look at this picture of my dick and tell me if, if this looks infected? <laughs> okay, right, I'll, I'll play you. I'll play okay. you. Wait, I'm going to play me telling you something, okay. and then you got to go to that. Okay, okay. Okay. Hey, Mo, um, I don't know how to tell you this. I, uh, I'm pregnant with triplets. <laughs> that was a good buildup. I like yeah, that. I like that it yeah, like yeah, led yeah. up that to was, like that was scary. It was like it was sort of like cemented in my mind. Grown men singing scary church hymns. All right, so fucking scary shit. Um, That's fun. It is fun. I really I like, like that. that. 
Yeah, I want to. I'm going to play a different song that brings us to a new segment that I want to bring in. Now, Jesse, you're known from primarily Girl Code, right? Yes, my farts in Girl Code. Do you also have a great podcast called Sharp Tongue, mm-hmm. which I've been on? I think you're going to offer me to be on again. After yes, this. I would actually love for you to be on again because we're going to the High Times Network. So yeah, it's going to be the High Times Network. Tell yeah. us, tell us about what it's like working at High Times. It's just fun, you know. They've been giving me some gigs, and I've been making friends with everybody over there. I hosted the Cannabis Cup in Olio, Michigan, which is you're a big right weed Flint. smoker. I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a big weed smoker, but I smoke consistently, but I smoke, uh, conservatively. What the fuck does that mean? It means that I don't smoke to get blazed the fuck out. But uh, you smoke like every day, a couple times, right? Well, like three, four days a week, you know? Oh really? Yeah. But I'm not smoking a whole fat blunt. I'm just smoking no. a couple hits, a cup of coffee in the morning. If you, if you use it properly. You smoke weed and have coffee in the morning. It, it acts as renalin, like a healthy alternative to renalin for me. It focuses me and it, and it makes me like super Can, can I say anytime someone says something like renalin or they have like a weird science fact and I've never heard it before, it feels like they're reaching for a scientific basis for their behavior. Or you just are projecting anger towards someone because you don't know information. I know, but renalin, okay... My dad's a doctor. I've heard a lot of renalin. I've never heard of. So you know, you never it, heard of renalin? No. So it feels it's to me a focus like drug. Okay, it's but no one ADHD. knows that. Everyone no one knows, knows that. that. No, Google it right now. Google I'm sure it's on. I'm sure Google knows. It's a fair, you know, they prescribe it for children who have like ADHD to get them to focus and not be so crazy. And and the side effects are horrific. Like what it does to your liver, your brain. Like so, it's so weed obviously disease. terrible for focus. Coffee good for focus. You combine them, it's somehow better. No, see, weed isn't terrible for focus. It absolutely is for me. Well, see that it just heightens what's going on in your brain. You maybe not be good for smoking weed. Like it's not. It's not necessarily the plant. It's the person because the plant reflects what's so, going so on. So it's my fault. Yeah, because inside of you, it's not me. It's you. You have an endocannabinoid system inside your body that receives the THC. Like literally we have a system built inside of our body to receive THC and all that happens like on a, on a, like a, a, a chemical level in our brain is it's reflecting what's going on. So if you, here's an example, like I can smoke one particular strain of weed and have four different reactions to it based off of my emotional state and what's going on in my brain. If I exercise that day, if I had a, you know, stressful conversation with a family member, if I had a great morning, if Do you enjoy sex more on weed or sober go, uh, it depends. Well, it's a factor in the retinal cannabis. Both I've had ama- I've had amazing sex. I've had I've smoked weed and have had the most amazing sex ever. But I also was probably ready to receive that. So had I needed did I need weed to have great sex? Yeah. No, but it did facilitate an amazing time. I want to throw this at you. I was talking to a woman recently who I was sleeping with and she used to work at a porn company. Uh, she used to be a porn star, and she told me that a porn uh, company. Way to well, try she was, she was and justify it. She did porn. She did porn. This young woman. I had a, <laughs> a woman who worked in a building. I, I, she did porn years before I slept with her. She was a she professional. She told me that herself included, um, and all the women who do anal sex scenes in porn do acid before. I mean, I'm sure they're doing a lot of stuff before because. That's, but they say that somehow, uh, in particular, shuts down the fact lo- that dad lo- has loosens- been around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's an emotional thing. That has nothing no, to do like with the muscular. Butthole. Muscular loosens up the, the muscles. I'm sure it does. I mean, you're, you're literally tripping out on acid. Like, it's, it's loosening up your whole brain. You think about anal sex. That's a very intrusive position. That's a very intrusive uh, sexual position, don't you think? I find it comforting. <laughs> well, between you and your mom, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> it reminds I'm me sure of like a Thanksgiving dinner canoe tradition. trips with my uncle down the old... <laughs> Yakachachi River. Uncle Lenny special <laughs> oh, on Jesus Sunday Christ. morning. Sorry, too soon. <laughs> Way too soon. Um, I've never done acid, so I can't speak to that. But, you know, I would imagine anything you do before you do porno would help the situation if you're getting rammed in really? the ass. Really? I, I feel like there's a lot of things that wouldn't help. Like, I would think anything that makes you paranoid. Anything but sobriety. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I mean? Just get, like, get out of there. But I, I'm sure it probably helps them. I just, I, I can't imagine having some random dick in my butt. So you would never, <laughs> you would never do porn. No. I, I mean, go what if ahead. What it was a, mil- a million dollars? Oh, do you have it? Like if you can. No, vend- I'm, not, I'm not involved in this. I'm just saying. Can you Venmo you it right now? I can PayPal. I don't trust that. It takes okay, a couple well, then, days. Then it's not going to work. It takes a couple <laughs> Um, I want to ask you some girl code questions, okay? but I want to play a song first to kind of just get us out of the horror movie. You've got and, such and, a producer's brain. You're really in, good at this. Mo. Like, well, I'm, I'm the executive producer, creative comedy knockout. On I know I've been on it. I've won it a couple times. Thank and you. You've been on it about five times, many times as I have. Have I? I guess you're better friends. What's with the, our, you're better friends with the executive producer than I am <laughs> with myself. <laughs> I can't wait for people to really find out who you are. You know, one day. 
Yeah. Well, I'm working on getting to know myself, and I think that's the first skill. You're doing great, Mo. So here you go, Jesse. It's one of your favorite songs we're going to play to get us into the girl code, which is going to be oh, Jesse May answers God. questions about... Here's some questions I wrote down. This is what I want to hear from you. Jesus. Well, it's going to be a lot about stuff that you can tell men how to deal with women. Here you okay. go. Ready? All right. Great. Smell your dick. You don't, you don't know this song? That's a great song. Oh, you don't know the song? No. It, it, who made that? It's um. I don't know who the who the people are, but it's it, it's called Smell Your Dick. There's no name. You got to give them a shout out. That's a great song. This has been around the internet. Sounds for like a while. TLC singing. It's basically oh, it's risque, risque. Yeah, that's great. So it's so here you go, guys. It's uh just the lyrics on that were. Yeah, can we get that? Something's going on. Can I smell your dick? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, there's the next one. Here we go. Come. Don't play me like a fool because that ain't cool. Cool. So what you need to do is let me smell your dick. Why you coming home at five in the morning? Something's going on. Can I smell your dick? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the idea is they'll smell his dick riveting lyrics and, and then smell a pussy. and then yeah so again don't play me like a fool because because that ain't cool she does not think it's cool so what you need to do sir is um wash let, let her dick. smell your dick or wash it before you get home right go that, through a well dick here's the thing wash. she's getting in there she's getting a good smell on that dick if it smells a little too soapy and you've been out all day that's gonna be a tell that's true so what would you suggest girl code moments with jesse may peluso what do you think uh a guy should do to get away with cheating on his girlfriend play the other side here if you just fucked a girl and you're coming home to your girlfriend you don't want to get don't want that dick to be too clean she might really get that that peeper in there or that sniffer <laughs> really give a sniff <laughs> if you're sniffing too much like irish spring you know oh you almost have to get a per- it's almost like you have to clean yourself and then do a jog around the parking lot just yeah. to sort of counteract what would you say i would say um stop being a greedy motherfucker and just pick one girl at a time or at least you know be in a scenario where you can be with a girl who's cool with you going out with other chicks like it, there's women out there who okay cool but with say that. a guy fucks up he's in a great relationship is it, okay let's ask you this is there Give me ever a, a chance where you it, would do that is there ever a reason to stay with a guy after he cheats with you Sure, sure. I mean, if you're open to that, if that's something you can come back from, sure. If it's somebody you have like a lot of history with, and maybe it's your baby's dad, your your the father of your child, like sure. If you want to make it work, people have done that all the time. But you're never going to trust him 100, percent and you're going right. to be living wanting to smell his dick all the time. I mean, you want to be a dick sniffer for the rest of your life? I don't want to sniff dick. I'm not even going to. sniff That's really a, dick. a question for our listeners. Do you want to? Do you want to be a dick sniffer yeah, for like, the rest of your life? You have to really. You know, it's more about the woman at this point. I don't blame. I, Look, if you're going to be in unfaithful, go ahead. That, like, that's just your truth. Go ahead and live it. But like as a woman, if you're sniffing dick, I have more problem with that. I, I agree. I, I feel like that's a real trust issue. And also, I'm just going to say this to the ladies, because uh, if you ask to smell his dick and it's and, it, and he gets a clean pass, then he's what? not going to trust you because you don't trust him. So what you got to do here, and you have to suck it Play up it here. Smart. You're going to literally have to suck it up. You're going to say, start giving him a blowjob while you're down yep. there. <laughs> get yeah. that nose in there. Yeah. Get that. Get the olfactory and, senses going. And don't let him privy to yeah. any olfactory senses that you've right. got from that act because right. if you sniff something that's that's awry just you know use put that card in your pocket and pull it when you need it you got to be right. strategic if somebody's playing you you should play them back right and, and, and really just you know definitely smell that dick smell i mean don't smell that listen <laughs> oh we're not we're not smelling dick don't oh, i no, thought we were saying no you, do. you can no sniff the dick go ahead okay. sniff the dick but keep keep what information you get from the dick sniff to yourself mm. and pull it out in a strategic manner mm. he's playing you playing it play him okay what do you think is the Girl code question of Jesse Maple. So what do you think is the, um, I hate you. what is the, what is the thing that most men do wrong sexually with women? Um, they do aside what, from rape. Yes. That's, that's number one. And then they do what they've done to every other woman to the next woman. Every, every oh, woman's body is different. I, okay. Let's back that up. I mean, like any activity, if you feel like you've done it right, you're going to, and try to emulate next time. If I'm if I'm playing frisbee, and I remember the last time I threw a frisbee, I flicked my wrist like this, and I got a nice spin. The next time I'm playing with a different frisbee, I'm going to probably try to emulate that. I don't think well, it's see, fair now, to say to clear the slate every time. Well, now I'm definitely not going to have you touch me because you're equating like fingering a girl to frisbee. And, it's like, an activity. Though. I don't want to break anything down there, and I feel like you're going to flick it, and it's going to no, fly off, and I, a dog's going to catch it. <laughs> and your dog would love that. He's a dog. I've been over. Here. Your dog no, loves a chase. I don't. But mean, but, but I you know what I mean. Like that's that's the only thing you have to go off. Right. Okay. I'm not saying 
wipe the slate clean every time. What I'm saying is, here's, here's, let me rephrase it. Okay. What men do wrong is they don't read a woman's body. They just go in. It's like they, they go in and they bring all this shit that they've learned and they just throw it on a woman because it's worked before. Instead of kind of playing it out and, and feeling the woman, like a woman will tell you without saying something what she likes. You just have to be receptive to how her body's moving, how she's breathing. So you have to go in there with a game plan. Go in with Natural. your tricks. Go, go in there with the game a, plan. A whole bucket of tricks. Okay. Bring them all. Bring every fucking thing you've ever learned. The toe suck, the butt, the little finger in the butt, the lick behind. The, bring, put right. it all on your chest, okay? Because you're a magician of the pussy at this point. She doesn't know what you know. She doesn't know what you're good at. Bring the whole thing. Pull one out at a time and test it out. Now, I will say I agree with you, but I think... I was talking to my friend about this the other day. I'm generally very disappointed with, I would say, like 75% of the women I sleep with in terms of just how they don't really don't know how to have sex still. A lot of people, most women just don't like, okay, if you say men have to have all their tricks, I would argue this. If you say men have well, to have all their tricks. In, yeah. Okay. You say men have to have all the tricks in the chest. Women go in there with nothing in the chest. I know. And, I'm, and, I'm and only it's just speaking, nothing. I'm only speaking from, I'm only touching on what you're asking me. I agree. I think I've had a lot of conversations on my own podcast. I had this woman who she's since passed away. Sami Zadora, who was a sex therapist. Like she spent years studying this and helping people reach their sexual Apex and Dr. Donahue who worked with um what's her name the slut walk uh, <laughs> Amber Amber uh what's her name I, I don't know you're Amber Rose about. Oh Amber Rose So yeah. I, I've talked to both these people extensively about this and one of the biggest issues is people don't know how to have sex they just fuck they just fuck they don't know how to like read somebody's body and I mean it comes from the society we're a sexually repressed society we got guys jerking off in subway stations right. with their jackets like I, I can't tell you how many dicks I've seen living in New York for 10 years I saw so many random dicks that were in like such an obtrusive like in- if you had to get like if you had to put a number on how many random dicks you saw in New York I'd say at least a baker's dozen 13 yeah 13 unwanted dick yep. sightings on New York public subways half of them were on the trains some in Central Park wow. and it's men who are like just looking at you, you know wanting you to see their dick. I did a study abroad in Barbados, Little Island of the Caribbean. Well, my dick was out <laughs> occasionally, but what they warned everyone about was going to the beach, women, guys are going to be jerking off looking at are you, you in the bushes. In the bushes. They said they, 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 they told that so many times, the school. Where warned, was this? Barbados in the Caribbean. And they're like, if you go down there, there's a thing where guys just sort of look at you from the palm trees and the bushes and just jerk off. My you sister got married in Barbados. So well, that makes sense. My dad was hanging out by the bushes for so there long. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> your, dad was, your dad was over there and, I, and you overheard him asking one question. People don't know how to fuck. <laughs> People do not know how Sir, to fuck. Sir, we have rumored reason to believe you've been jerking off in the bushes. There's only one way to get to the bottom of this. Can I smell you? Okay. Sir, let me back it up. So there's only one way. Can we, can I? <laughs> CSI. This Barbados. Like one of my favorite podcast episodes ever. Um, um, no, but I well, really I'm trying think... to get you to hire me for a writing job, so I wanted to flex my producer writing skills I know, and I'm st- that's still on the table for... Why is it sure. just on the table? Why can't we, we you lock know how it down? You know how the network shit lock goes. Lock it down. You know how incremental the process is. You lock your dick down. Let me sniff it. Um, By the way, totally fine. <laughs> what you're going to smell? A little sadness. <laughs> and, some, and oddly enough, some breakfast cereal. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so you got to be careful because guys are guys are beating off in the bushes down Come there. Come on, did you have crack this morning? Like, let me settle into a joke. All right, what's your joke? No, no, yours. Oh. Like, you're you know the top note is sadness and syrup. That's hilarious. That's really really funny. Uh, yeah, people don't know how to fuck in this country. Whoa, so what are? Well, men, you're, you're kind of giving a, I gotta, I, I, hate to say, I hate to say this. You're okay, giving here. an evergreen let, example. Let, let, men let, need to know each other's bodies. That's let, like saying all women paint, are beautiful. Let, let's let get specific. Let me paint two very broad okay. strokes. Women are dead fish. Men try too hard. Those are, those are, those are two statements that I think ring true for a lot. Women, the, we, we aren't raised in a society where we're taught to be comfortable in our bodies. So we're not even taught to explore our own bodies. We're taught that that's a sin and that's something that you shouldn't do. Who is teaching you that? It, the society, church, you know, conservative parents, uh, your a, a failing education system where the health department, like their, their idea of teaching you about sex is showing you a slideshow about all the diseases you 
you can catch if you're sexually active. There's no program that's instilled for young girls and boys to learn how to have sex and enjoy it. So why would we as adults reach this place where we're having healthy sex when we don't even know how to fuck ourselves? And that's where it starts. You have to learn how to fuck yourself first and learn how to explore your well, body. Yeah, I think the problem is for men is we jerk off a lot. And so that's not a problem. No, but but it is a problem in terms of learning how, how to enjoy sex. I mean, all we basically do is just jackhammer our own dicks. Well, it's about the nut. It's about busting yeah, the nut. It's all about busting the nut and you just jackhammer your own dick. And so when you, you get inside a woman, like the only way you really can come or the way it feels the best is to just sort of like jackhammer. go hard and jackhammer. Right. And, and, that's, and, and that's not generally what women want. No, but sometimes we do. There's an array of things that you right. can, like the, the sexual spectrum is so v- like vast and massive that within your own sexual life, you can experience all these amazing things. And those are the things that make up a healthy. So to me, I would say my main issue with women is the, is the dead fish that element. They don't, they don't, I want more than just, I mean, like you can have sex and like, sure. And she's lying there and, and it's fine and it's fun. But there's so many, like the girls that I really enjoyed having sex with, you know, women who run their hands in my hair, women who like grab me, scratch me, pull. Yeah. I like, I like, I need you like hands. I, I want, I want to feel connected to you. Well, that's her reading your body. And I right. think a lot of women dead fish for a lot of reasons. One, they're not comfortable with the bodies. Two, they're taught that that's all they need to do. And three, they don't want, they don't know how, they don't know how, they don't know what to do. To me, it's like a lot of times I'll feel really close to a woman when and that's something I would talk about in therapy a lot. I feel really close to when I'm having sex with her. I mean, when I'm making making out with her, there's a lot of touching, yeah. there's a lot of like connection. And then when you start having sex, it becomes very transactional. Right. And women it's just, just lie there, and it's like, okay, and now I'm on top of you, and, and I have to just I have to make you come, and then and then I come. Yeah. But I, but I have to. I can't come too soon. I have to wait. And, and it, it a lot of the fun and the and the spontaneity goes out of it. Well, there's so much pressure to have an orgasm. Yeah. The orgasm is is not the for me. It's a it's a nice payoff and it's fun. Well, if you're not into orgasm, Jesse May, I know, I know the I guy love for you. <laughs> But there's so much pressure to come that you forget about the journey to get there. And as cliche as it is, it's all about that dick journey. It's all about that pussy journey. And people don't take the journey. They just want to get to the end goal. And when the end goal's done, what have you learned? Nothing. You're doing the same ruddy, boring, sexual thing that you've been doing your whole life. Yeah. Take your time. I'm with you. I'm with you. And and it's... I don't know where the answer. I don't know how people learn. How do people learn how to have sex differently? Well, wouldn't it be interesting if you went to have sex with a woman and you didn't even think about having an orgasm? You just thought about turning her on by just touching one nipple. You just focused on one breast and took your time. Uh, there's there's videos that Psalm did where she taught she teaches women to arouse themselves by just touching their own breasts to just like. Get I'm amazed that most going. women don't. A lot of women don't get any sensation out of their nipples, their breasts. Well, very little. If some women don't have a lot of sensation there, but your body has nerve endings. So you, I feel like they should be able to, but yeah. like so there's some shutdown. Yeah, there's a lot of shutdown. There's a there's a huge block between women and their sexual selves. Because yeah. of all the things I mentioned before. I mean, you know, we're either over-objectified or we're undereducated, And those two things combined make for a very stagnant, uh, dire sexual experience. You know, for me, just in the past couple of years, I've learned all this stuff and I've been exploring. And, you know, honestly, marijuana has really helped me step into another realm of my sexual self and be comfortable and talk about things. Like, I would never talk about, like, coming and all this other stuff before without feeling a little bit of a jolt inside being like, oh, that's bad, that's wrong. But when you associate it with having, like, a strong, uh, comfortable view of your own body i think that that's a a jumping point to really experiencing some dope sex in your life and that's where we come from i don't you know anybody out there who's religious yeah yeah, great god's good good have your faith we come from two people fucking right but you know it's interesting if you look at mammals i mean like most animals like there's zero nuance to sex well yeah because they're they don't have logic or reason or they just it's just pump and it's and, and and the women in most Mammals, especially lions, or something. They don't look like they're enjoying it, or even there at all. Yeah, they're, they're, they're flying no, they're, flies. They're, they're looking around like there's yeah. zero element. But what's interesting is I've actually, when I was doing comedy in South Africa, I got to go to like an animal park and I got to see lions fuck. And the women lions actually kind of les out a little bit, and they roll around with each other, and yeah. they kind of and they get each other heated up, and then the male comes and pumps them. Yeah, they're like you know they the, have like the male a little college moment. Ain't doing that shit. Yeah, they college it up. Yeah. Well, the women, you know, the, the 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 lionesses are the strong ones, man. They they stick together. They hunt. You know, they do all that shit. They spray their territory with their pussy marker. You know, yeah. they got that little thing where they spritz around and they make a nice home for themselves. I'm glad that you don't have that. I feel like you're someone who would be able to, ha- but you wouldn't be able to handle that responsibility. What ha- being have a pussy marker? Yeah, it would be all over the place. Oh, I would mark all I know. of Hollywood. You Boulevard. wouldn't be able to handle that type of uh, the west mutation. side would be mine. Like yeah. I would have the whole west side. Yeah. Um, speaking of pussy and sex, <laughs> there's a website that I looked into last night and signed up for. It's called Trump 
TrumpSingles.com. Shut the fuck up. I'm serious. Up. Are you aware of TrumpSingles.com? No. Okay. As I'm going to pull it up my screen, but first I'm going to play this other thing I oh, found Jesus. online called the official Donald Trump anthem. Kind of Rosemary's Baby ish, actually. It sounds like a horror movie soundtrack. Is this real? Yeah. Oh, no. It's a rap. I know the song. Donald Trump. I wonder what this kid's parents think of him. They're like, dude, we didn't want you to become a gangster rapper, but this Republican neocon rapper is even worse. Is this is this satirical or is he serious? I don't know. But here's TrumpSingles.com. Now, is I, this real? This is real. TrumpSingles.com. Was well, there a happy couple that voted for Trump? Did you sign up? Did you? Get I it? did sign up. We're gonna go. Through. You're gonna help me fill up my profile. So the uh, idea behind this is that. And this is true. Um, Trump, people who are into Trump, they go on dates and that kills the date. You know, the, the, the founder said, I think there's a special stigma. People say they're supporting Donald Trump because some of the you know brash things he said that immediately gets projected onto his supporters and it makes it hard for them when they're trying to date. Yeah. Guys, if you support someone who says horrible shit, it's going to be projected onto you. Yeah, because you look like you uh, you support horrible That's shit. That's the nature of support. Right. I don't understand why that. What Trump supporters are so fucking they're irate so now sensitive. that they're getting blamed for the shit the person they support is oh fucking publicly God. saying. It's just it's, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. We should. <laughs> I don't understand why that's surprising. Don't hate. Don't associate me with the white supremacist clan members who are four feet from me also protesting the same thing. Okay. Don't don't put that on me. It's like, well, dude, you, you voted for this. Yeah. Asshole. I don't understand why that's. That's confusing. That's such a bullshit website. Is that real? It's a real website. There's only 500 users, according to the, the You could get through them all. You should just pretend you voted for Trump. So and get some I made a profile. Get some of that conservative puss. Yeah. I actually think, if I'm being honest with you, I think a lot of these women could probably oh, they could hang. do amazing. Yeah, they've got a lot of pent up anger and they hate themselves. They just be like, I'm going to fuck you as hard as I want to fuck these Arabs. <laughs> I'm going to build a wall around your dick. Right, exactly. So I want to show you my profile because I think I did a pretty good you job. You really dildo. Did I made a, a profile. Dildo. Yeah. You really dildo a profile? I dildo a profile. So Trump here single. is. Did you put a picture up? I did. I'm trying to find it. It's great. My name is Booth Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm from Mobile, Alabama. I'm male looking for female, although you can be male looking for male, which I think is That's very so interesting. Contradictory. I know it is interesting. Is there gays for? There's got to be gays for Trump. Of there's course, blacks for of Trump. Course. There's everybody for Trump, and they and he hates you guys. I know. So You're, here's Booth Winslow. I'm gonna show you my profile. You tell me what you think. Did you use a fake photo? I use a great photo. Oh my god! So kind of a fat gentleman with no shirt on. So you got any hits about me? I hate the people who hate the freedom. Oh my god! The person I'm looking for a big butt, and my body type is big and lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking, drinking, very often to both. <laughs> so, Wait, did you get anybody to hit you up? I haven't. You know, I'm not getting. Oh, I have gotten some matches. Oh, come on! Yeah, I mean oh, that's amazing because you got to see how ugly this, this picture I put up with the guy is so. It's it's you know, it's, it's not amazing. under society standards. Booth I'm sure he's a good person. Winslow, I, you should hit some some of these women up. Okay. Oh God, a whole paragraph. I am single. I am a lady. Can be stubborn sometimes. Mostly I'm a giver. I need and want a man who is secure, not cheap, clean, fun, loving, exciting. Secure, not cheap. I love cheap. to cook. Anything about from scratch. I sing as a hobby. I love country music, rock and roll. But here's the thing I got to say. None of them are like Trumpy. Like no. there's there's no mem- mention of Trump in any of the bios. I've gone through like 50 well, of them. Because it's trumpsingles.com. So that's a given. Yeah. That's a given. What are you going to go I, and Okay, talk this about? one, this woman's profile there's is American the American flag. flag. So I'm thinking. She hates black people. be something good here. Oh, come on. What you got? Nothing. Favorite way to spend out books, music, outdoor. I mean, she doesn't finish full sentences, but whatever. Is that dating like-minded friendship? I mean, like-minded it? friendship. What does that mean? Are you are know. you a lesbian who's in? You're not out yet. I don't know. I'm yeah. By this the way, girl's eyeliner is aggressive, dude. That is a thing, though. You know, there is a ju- it, it's a, on on Bumble. There's something called just looking for friends or just friends or something. You can go match- to a coffee shop. No, no, no. But here's the thing. It definitely is gay people light. 
it's and I've yeah. talked to lesbians who like didn't come out. It's like it, I, I, I yeah. talked to a lesbian who said she's a lesbian now, but first she was sort of just one on friends, and within she said they had coffee, and then within an hour they're making out. So it's like it's like they're not quite ready. So to, it's like a, it's, so it's like the candy of a pedophile. Like here, have some candy. I'll get in my van. <laughs> right. Exactly. Is that what it is? Um, that's a little intense. But I have yeah. to I have to leave you in five minutes. Wait, do you really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So real quick, I want to just go through my. Why is Wesley Snipes? I want to go through my other favorite oh my dating God. sites. So these are the 20 other weirdest dating sites I was able to find. Okay. Uh-huh. Tell me which one you might sign up for. Okay. Well, date golfers. Normal. Absolutely not. What a boring. Diaper sport. mates. Fuck yeah. That's are you, are you, this is a my... spouse who love the mutual love and appreciation of adults who wear diapers. Yeah. That'll fill in my maternal need to be a mother. I'll change a diaper. Here's one for, for it. Clown dating. Fuck you. If you have a fear of clowns, they may, this may be your hell. For yeah. those on the opposite end of the spectrum, this is the perfect site to find a little clown love for yourself. You know this. You know what this web? All these websites. Oh, tell uh, Jesse May. Yeah. Four twenty singles. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If I was a better producer, I would have had this queued up. All these dating websites tell me that you need to be a better parent because these people are missing some parental love in their life to have these like niche specific websites for dating. Uh, clowns. Well, as soon as you get a match on, uh, as soon as you get a match on it, and, and it plays Trump. this. <laughs> You've got a match on four twenty singles. It's just me and Snoop. Move over. Okay, Martha. this is a good one. Mullet passions. Mullet? That's not real. This is true. Perfect sorry for the times you want a guy with a mullet. Look, that aside from Phil Vaughn, who is out there who has a mullet? No so one So if else. you're you a woman who wants a guy with a mullet, just, you go to theovon.com or you go to Mullet Passions. That's women who think domestic abuse is a part of a relationship. That's just a, that's just how it goes. You know, he just has a heavy hand. He just um, he, he lacks PBR in the morning. That's this all. This is one called Herpes Fish. Herpes fish? Spirit animal. This side eliminates... Okay, this is for people with herpes. Makes sense. I don't know why they had to add fish in there. It's already kind of unappealing enough. Well, fish, you know. <laughs> herpes like a, fish. like a hot fish. Herpes fish. This is for women who have herpes in their pussy. Yeah, it's, it's lesbian. It's probably a lesbian site for herpes. Uh, what is it, Am- Amish? Amish dating. How, wait, oh, hold on. Amish date... They, they don't use technology. I like this one. Naturist passion. They're, it's hedonistic. That guy's ass should be covered. It's, that poor sand. It's people who want to be nudists. Do you think that's marry sand? me already? I mean, bitch. This is this one. Call well, the your mom. Like, there's a good chance your first dinner will be her rehearsal dinner. Why would you want to fucking... Call your mom. These are all people who haven't figured out what's going on inside. Therapy. A therapist should go on this site, set up dates, and be like, you know what? For $50 an hour, I can, I can fix you from this clown fucking... All right, Jesse May Peluso. She's got to get out here in three minutes. I have one more thing I want to do with you. No, real quick, I'm plug terrified. your dates. Plug I your dates. Know. Plug your dates. I'm going to be at this uh, doctor. When is this going to We're going to come out in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Okay, uh, the end of September, last week's the 28th, 29th, Something 30th. Like that, yeah. I'll be at the Sacramento Punchline. Oh, okay. I'll be at Tell them I'm coming in October. I will. I'll or be August. at Cell College in Massachusetts and Syracuse Funny Bone the week of Thanksgiving. All right. So go see Jesse May. Oh, Listen yeah. to our podcast, Sharp Tongue Podcast. Now, one thing I know, there is one guy who you like more than me. John Ham. John Stamos. Well, I, I gave Stamos up for the ham. Oh, you gave Stamos up? Yeah, oh, I, this I is fucked. No, I had a Stamos I segment. Still, I still love Stamos. Go ahead. You abandoned Stamos. Yeah. I think it's still on your Twitter profile that you want to marry Stamos. It's okay, because, you know, I, I, I'm a nostalgic person. So Jesse May, if I'm going to stalk you and be obsessed with you, please keep me updated on changes <laughs> in your life. <laughs> go ahead. I need to know. I want to okay, know real quick, are these, these are true or false. Okay. John Stamos changed his character name from Uncle Adam to Uncle Jesse before the first episode aired. True. Well, that's true. Okay. Did you actually know that or you just figured no, it no, out? No, I know. He's an avid collector of what type of memorabilia? Uh, Elvis. Disney. Disney? Yeah. Uh, I think Elvis is in there as well. But well, Disney, okay. So he's a pedophile. Are. What's the next one? His mom is of what ethnicity? She's... Obviously his dad's Greek. What's his mom? I thought his mom... Oh, his mom's not Greek. Uh, she's Jewish. Isn't no. She? What is it? Irish. Ah, oh, He's enough. way too handsome to be half Jewish. Really? I think so. He dated what female pop star? Paula Abdul. Boom. You are good. Yep. He has the same birthday as which friend star? Um. Uh. I'm gonna. This is like a shot in the bar- in the dark. Uh, Lisa. What's her name? Oddly enough, another older man who preys on young women, Matthew Perry. Does he? Yeah. Oh, God. Went out with my ex-girlfriend. He's got a turtleneck. My ex-girlfriend went out with with Matthew Perry on Naraya. Wow. And how does he maintain his 
body, what exercise program, what does he like the most? Jerking off at Disney World. No. Oh. But he is. He does have a lifelong pass at Disneyland. Yeah, he does. He's got a Weird. six inch long pass. <laughs> six inches? You're only giving him six inches? Either Greek. Wow. It's, Greek. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty bad. Good thing he's so handsome. No, Pilates. It? Oh, God. He's a big Pilates See, I'm fan. so glad that John Hamm's a new one. Pilates, get yeah, out of here. pretty weak. Um, which, which horror song do you want me to play as we go out? Um, do that. Is there... Uh, what about The Exorcist? Because I feel like they had okay. some creepy music. You want to play that? Yeah. Watch it just be like something that, not exciting. Can you believe the mom who let their daughter play that role? Must have been fucking weird. Linda Blair? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, aggressive piano. Right away. This is like Owen Benjamin on, on cocaine right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this this is actually... I don't know why this wasn't in my list. This is one of the scariest yeah, ones. Yeah, I told you. Pump, pump for it a little bit. Wait for it. Oh. Synthesizer? I don't know. It just got kind of fun. Oh, yeah. I got- <laughs> kinda, now, now we're kind of like in an 80s dance sequence. Yeah. Oh, now I'm liking like it. Like Doobie Brothers. Nah, it gets a little creepy there. It's just, what's creepiest to me is that the piano player is not on a loop and he's having to play this fast the whole time. His <laughs> hands are bleeding and he has to just keep it up. Jesse May Peluso, guys. Thank you for coming. I just did. <laughs> All right, wrap it. Great line. That's so good. That was fun. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.